Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to start out by asking you a question. Is your health anxiety ramping up lately? We are all paying a lot of attention to the news, to the health crisis, to the virus crisis, and we need to know what's going on. So we certainly cannot have our heads in the sand, and it is good to pay attention and know what's going on. But for those of you who are struggling with health anxiety, it may be getting to a a peak here you may really be feeling it ramp up. And so I want to talk about with that with you today. And I want to address an email that I received from AB. She says, Aloha. I just want to start off by saying that your podcast has given me so much hope. I suffer from severe generalized health anxiety and hypochondria. I've been out of work now on temporary disability due to this for about three months. At first, I was just an anxious mind that turned into health anxiety, constantly worrying about my heart, lungs, brain, breathing, etc. Rough, rough, rough to even function. Now, I've developed this hypochondria, which is even more debilitating. I've tried just about everything. I've never given anything long enough to help, from aromatherapy to yoga, meditation, CBD, medication, etc. Once I found your podcast, it helped so much. I'm still on this healing journey, and it's a long one ahead. I find myself stressing so much more lately. Would you ever do an episode on hypochondria? Again, thank you for all you do. Mahalo, A.B. Thank you, A.B., for sending in the question, for actually taking the time to write it out and to share a little bit about your situation. So what I talk about here is health anxiety. To talk about hypochondria, I guess, I don't know if you've been diagnosed with that. You said you were suffering from it. But 
we're going to keep it in the realm of health anxiety today. And what this is, is this is an example of the anxious mind and how it gets stuck in overthinking. The mind is that naturally going to be looking for signs and clues related to that which you were worrying or obsessing about, and in this case, your health. So many people these days are concerned about their health, and if your health anxiety is ramping up, I wouldn't be surprised. So I wanted to talk about this today so that we can remember there is a way around this. When we are thinking about our health and we are getting into the zone of anxiety and panic about it, it brings us back to the idea of dealing with fear. Fear is a natural human feeling. And it brings us back to the idea of anxiety. So with fear, we can respond or we can react in a manner to help ourselves to be safe. We can still pull up our executive functioning, our wise mind, and we can react or rather we can respond in a manner to help ourselves to be safe. So let's keep that in mind in our day-to-day life that fear is natural. Fear is something that all humans feel. We don't have to have a lot of fears, but we all experience it. With anxiety, we continue the fear state with overthinking, and we wind up with a trip down the wormhole of anxiety and panic. What we do is we feed the fear with our imagining, or maybe we're feeding it with the voices of the media or the fearful people around us. And then the body is flooded with hormones of fight, flight, or freeze, which signals to our already oversensitized and anxious mind that there is something wrong. And then the cycle continues, because when we get in the mind that something is wrong, we again feed the fight, flight, or freeze response. Now, for some people, the place that the thoughts and the fear lands on is the health, the body, the mind. The health of the body and the health of the mind can occupy an anxious person's thoughts all day long. And I know many people are dealing with more nervous health thoughts now than they were a few months ago. Not everyone with anxiety is struggling with health anxiety. But the more we are concerned and focused on one area of our lives as being immensely important at that point in time, the more possibility of anxiety landing in that area. And that's why I want to make sure that you guys aren't overthinking about the coronavirus the health implications. I would just want to make sure you got the news, you got the list of things that you can and can't do, you know how to take care of yourself, and that you are just doing that. And know that you are doing what you can with what you have 
and then you have to let go. You can't figure out all the possibilities that your imagination can come up with. This is where we get into trouble. And then if you are thinking about your health, when you are in an anxious state, you're going to notice every little thing that is off. And the human body has lots of things that are off every day. And they work themselves out. They just work themselves out. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. I know I've said this many, many times, but years ago, when we had a doctor in our little village of Skinny Atlas, Dr. Tullock, I remember him saying on the phone when I would call, because that was back in the days where the doctor, you could get him on the phone. And, uh, you know, it was usually calling about something about the children, and he would always say, let's give it 24 hours or 48, I don't even remember the exact number. And he said, and then let's check back if you need to. And the reality is I didn't need to, nine times out of 10. So we were given an opportunity to let things be, to let things just relax a little bit. And then if they the fever went up or it continued or whatever, you knew you could get back in touch with them. But we didn't immediately think that everything that happened was an emergency. And I feel like there's a lot of that happening, not just with this coronavirus, but with everything. Everything's an emergency. And that is an anxious feeling inside your body. That's when all those hormones start raging. Something has to be taken care of right now. So I want you to be able to start giving yourself a little bit of time. And this is for you too, A.B. Thank you so much for sending that letter because I think that what we need to do is we don't need to jump on all these things like you listed, aromatherapy, yoga, meditation, CBD, medication, and you probably have other things you didn't list. And now we talk about all those things here But they are all to get us to the place where we can let 
ourselves begin to relax, begin to see things from not such a reactionary stance, but from responding. We take a breath and we respond. And so it isn't about so much what we are doing or adding into our lives. Often it's about what we are not doing. We are not jumping on every little twinge, every little skin bump. I mean, it can, I understand health anxiety is tough, but just know that that is from your mind. You may have health issues and you may not even be worried about those health issues. It's these things that you're not sure of that are driving you down the wormhole. So we want to pay attention. Overthinking leads to emotional distress. So with health anxiety, the overthinking is leading to emotional distress and a shift in thinking is where we look for changes to take place because it is happening due to our thinking. We don't so much need to be fixing all the physical pieces that we are worried about. Where we need to put our effort is in our thinking. And this shift in thinking is where the changes are going to take place. So I would have three areas that I'd like you to consider. The first one is awareness of your thinking. I want you to spend some time being aware of your thinking. Many times, especially when we are caught up in some high anxiety or panic, we are not aware of the thinking that may have preceded that. So spend some time being aware of your thoughts and the thinking patterns. What direction is the thinking going in? And are you believing your thinking, right? So have some awareness around it. Just being aware of your thinking. The second place I want you to consider is uh, about your thinking is to question your thinking, to actually ask it a question. Like, do are you believing every single thought that just happens to be sliding through your mind? Are you following every thought? Question your thinking. Let yourself wonder if you need to even entertain this particular thought that has come up. Often we can just let them go or put them aside. If they're really nagging at you, set up a worry hour for yourself where I'm going to get to all of these nagging thoughts at 5 p.m. on my ride home from work. Until then, I'm just going to get on with my day. Question your thinking. You don't have to believe every thought that comes through your head. I'd also like you finally to respond with your wise mind in your thinking. Respond with your wise mind in order to be going in the direction that you choose, not the direction that the amygdala, who is overly sensitized and is trying to keep you safe, you don't need to go in that direction. You can actually calm the amygdala down, pet the lizard. You need to pull up your wise mind in order to do that. 
And with your wise mind, you will do the thinking that will keep you calm and keep you going forward versus running in circles around with health issues that are not even happening. I know here in the email, AB talks about having constant worries about heart, lungs, brain, breathing, etc. I remember this well. I used to be very afraid that I was having a heart attack. I know many of you have heard me say this more than once. I was in my early 20s. I was sure I was having a heart attack. And this was way back in the early 70s, so this was not, people didn't really run to the emergency room back in those days. And I, I think I would, I really thought I was having a heart attack. And nine times out of 10, what it was, was a gas bubble. But the any pain or any sensation that was in the center of my chest, I was sure was a heart attack. Well, that heart that I had then is the same heart I have now. And knock on wood, it's, it's holding up pretty darn good. I haven't had any issues with it. It wasn't my heart. It was my fear of a sensation in my body. And my mind took it to all kinds of scary places. It re- and fortunately, there was no Google back then, so I couldn't scare myself even more. But uh, I was frightened. Anything in the center of my chest, I was sure was a heart attack and I was going down. And it wasn't that I worked on that. I, I didn't work on my heart. I didn't work on the gas sensation or the gas bubble. I worked on these things I've laid out for you, awareness of my thinking. I had to question my thinking, and I had to learn to respond with my wise mind to my thinking, just like AB is going to need to do that whenever she finds herself focusing on her heart, her lungs, her brain, or her breathing. Don't go there as far as staying there. You find yourself there, it's dark and it's scary, and you have to be aware of it. Okay, I see I'm here in this dark, scary place. I'm going to question my thinking about this. Well, I'm worried about, I'm. what is she saying here? I'm worried about my heart and lungs right now. And well, question it. Well, was my heart okay yesterday? When was my last checkup? Everybody said I was clear. I was fine. I'm young. And then respond with your wise mind. This is what I had to learn to do, to not let my amygdala run the show. This isn't about your health so much as it is about your thinking. Of course, I advise everyone always, if you are unsure, to see your healthcare practitioner and run this by them together between your knowledge of your body and their knowledge of your history. You can clear up and maybe they can give you a little bit of reassurance, but there's never really enough reassurance for anxiety. So I want you to learn to let it slide and respond with your wise mind. What would your wise mind say? Give it time. Let's see if we can't get calm and reassess it. It's The amygdala is going to say emergency. It hits the panic button. It wants you to run. It wants you to take a pill. It wants you to get to the ER. That is not always what is needed. So learn to respond with your wise mind 
question your thinking, and have awareness of where your thinking is at. You guys can do this. If I could do it, anybody can do it. I hope you'll keep listening. I love being here with you. And now for today's quote. Trust yourself. You've survived a lot and you'll survive whatever is coming. And that's from Robert too. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.